0: Welcome to the Mortcast. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake & Wazie, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They're always online at bfwdenver.com, where you can pick yourself up some of that 2017 Cabernet, or get yourself some of that Blake Street Bend. Both are amazing, personally recommended by yours truly. Or... You can get any of the number of the rest of their varietals. They're always there online at BFWDenver.com. Be sure and book yourself at BFWDenver.com. They're uh, virtual wine tastings, which are extremely popular, particularly as we're approaching winter. Uh, Get in on that. Sometimes you have to book out a couple months in advance, so keep that in mind. What they do is they send you all the things you need for the, the wine tasting, and you will do it virtually, but You pay for it in advance, they send it all to you, and then you participate in an online Zoom meeting. And it's extremely popular. People really, really love it. Or you could go down to Blanchard Family Wines, um, take some friends with you, particularly if you're vaccinated, and uh, just have a good night out, fun night out, because they got some local Colorado wines there that you should be be sure to check out, uh, as well as their own varietals from Sonoma County, California. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th, and Blake and Wazee in beautiful Lower Downtown Denver, Colorado. Just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the Dairy Block. They are always online at bfwdenver.com. They're on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in or you speak to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, brought to you by Blake Street Tavern and Draft Kings. Uh, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, this episode is going to be all about fixing the bench. And the Nuggets stand at 4-3. and three. They lost to the Memphis Grizzlies last night. Uh, it was another one of those situations where that, the starters didn't play great, but the, the bench didn't help. And it, the Nuggets are stuck in this weird kind of place. And I think it, this has largely been a function of the Nuggets not having a backup center, uh, particularly when you play with Nikola Jokic. I I, I kind of talked about this back in when they brought in Jeff Green. The idea was that Jeff Green was the Nets' starting backup center. The problem with the Nuggets scenario, as it's presenting itself right now, is that the the Nuggets' actual... The people who uh, are reside in the second unit need a rim running, rim protecting center. Uh, This is where Javale McGee would have come in handy, um, quite frankly. And the Nuggets do not have that guy. Um, They went with a small ball second unit. Uh, What's happening is that it is so different from the way the Nuggets play with Jokic that you having the problem the Nuggets had pre Mason Plumlee. Where uh, the bench was just so different from when the way Nikola Jokic plays, that they can't ever get a rhythm. It is a you you're trying sometimes like George Carl would have a bench unit um, during his Nuggets days, where uh, he would basically run out a bench unit that featured um, say like in the later later years, later mellow years, Ty Lawson. And it was a change of pace, but the Nuggets never functionally were different. Um, One of the quirks of the Nikola Jokic era is that no one plays like Nikola Jokic. Therefore, it is hard to run the same thing with your bench unit. And one of the reasons Mason Plumlee was here was while he is not... Anywhere in the ballpark, uh, the same as Jokic, he could pass and you could run similar things. So, for instance, when Jokic had to play with these guys, it wasn't a completely alien form of basketball, it was everything was kind of uniform. Uh, the Nuggets have retreated back to that issue. They have Faku running a second unit that needs a rim runner and a uh, kind of a classic big. And, uh, excuse me, a classic modern big, I should say. And the Nuggets are running out with Jermichael Green and Jeff Green. And if I'm going to point to issues, it is Faku Capasso, Jeff Green, Jermichael Green. That right there is the crux of the Nuggets bench issue problem. And the unwillingness from Malone to, to kind of stagger in Jokic has been, I think, probably the problem. He tends to keep Jokic on the Ewing minutes. I call it the Ewing minutes because um, uh, Pat Riley, uh, particularly in the early 90s, used to run out uh, Patrick Ewing for mm, basically a quarter and then the first two minutes of the of the second quarter. Um, uh, George Carl used to do, Carmelo Anthony used to play in the entire first quarter. Um What has happened is Jokic gets, primarily, it's not always true, they sprinkle in bench as the first quarter progresses, but it's not a, it's not a stagger. A stagger would be playing Jokic entirely with bench players, okay, that's a stagger. That's not a, uh, uh, the, 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 the sprinkling in bench players in the first quarter and in the third quarter is not a stagger that is bringing in uh additional like it's it's almost like if there's a player injured and they're replacing uh, a guy um in a normal like a starting unit. Uh, a stagger would be Jokic playing more than 3 minutes with uh an extended bench unit. Like so it would be Jokic plus one of the greens um and the rotation of guards uh, featuring Faku Camposo uh Bones Highland, uh Austin Rivers uh any of those guys um and what has happened is it is always defaulting back to the regulars eventually everyone gets back to the 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 central bench unit but the core of Faku and the Greens is uh what the problem is because it's that triumvirate that is the problem and until that that particular threesome is broken up the nuggets are still going to have terrible terrible bench units um and jermichael green has been just awful awful this year just awful um Jeff Green hasn't been much better, but at least he's had a couple of great games. And Jeff Green's one of those guys you trust to put into your start with your starters, right? He's the guy he's that kind of guy. I don't think Jokic and Jamichael Green have played a single minute together this year. Um there has it's just it's just weird. And you can tell Michael Malone struggles with staggering. it it, it is a concept that is fundamentally alien to him. Uh, his first attempt at staggering was the Dallas game. It worked for the Nuggets, but the problem was he you could tell Malone was experimenting because none of the rotations made any sense. His version of staggering was just kind of throwing darts at a dartboard. And really, he just needs to have kind of what the Bulls did in the 90s, where they would Phil Jackson would circle in Scottie Pippen And Michael Jordan in five, basically five-minute shifts to play with the bench, so there was always one of them on the floor. Obviously, this is all made difficult because Jamal Murray is not here, Um, and uh, things would make more sense if Jamal was still here. You could probably play him with the starter with the bench unit um, a lot more, but you still can't get around the problem is the Nuggets have no center, and. The lack of a backup, excuse me, they don't have a backup center. And the lack of a backup center, I'm telling you folks, is hurting them right now. And they don't have... Uh, it's just it's because of the types of players they have. That's the problem. Their grouping of players is affected by the fact that they don't have a big man in the second unit. Fundamentally. And I don't know how they solve that other than going to the trade market and trying to get them. But with, the Nuggets have signed so many players. It's not till after, uh, you couldn't trade Jim Michael or Jeff green till after December 15th. So the Nuggets are stuck with this for a while folks, unless they want to get to the, you know, the, the, uh, G G league, um, market and try exploiting that. I, I, I honestly don't know, what they can do as far as that goes until after December fifteenth, this really where the Nuggets are at right now. However, I do have a semi-solution that I think can make go the bench go from absolutely horrible to at the very least not embarrassing. Okay, um, and that will come after this read about Draft Kings, a sports book. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, DraftKings has uh, is really taking off right now. And NFL fans who are hungry for a big win this week, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook Customers can also get skin in the game with same game parlays. As I've been saying every time I've been reading on this, those same game parlays are immensely popular. Uh, as I, I don't, I don't bet on sports myself, but uh, I have plenty of friends who do, and they all swear by the parlays. And now that you have same game parlays, uh, you can just make a lot of hay. Combine multiple bets from the same game to win a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet just $5 on any NFL, NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsbook partner, sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alright, I'm gonna kinda of give you guys my uh my kind of it's not a solution, but it is a it is a band-aid to help to help things along. Um, quite frankly, um the 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 Will Barton thing isn't working um as a stagger. However, maybe moving Will Barton completely to the bench and putting P.J. Dozier in the starting unit, may actually help things. Now this is why. At least until Jamal gets back. Um, it seems like, it just in general, the starters are fine, as long as you've you got Jokic out there. It is the ancillary pieces that need to be adjusted. Moving Mike to the bench won't work. Uh, he is in an immense shooting slump, and quite quite frankly, uh, I don't know if moving him to a bench unit that features Faku Campasso uh, will help him at all, but I do think moving Will Burton to the bench temporarily uh, until Jamal gets back is a solution to maybe go from um, you know embarrassing to uh, we're not going to lose our ass when they're in the game, and that's really where we're at right now. If Malone because because Malone struggles with staggering so much. The solution would be to move a guy, a starter, to the bench. Uh, solution number two would be to experiment with having. I, I don't think this is a savior solution, but I do think the Nuggets need to limit Faku Compos's minutes and see how they function with Bones Highland as the as the uh, bench guard. Excuse me, the uh, point guard of the uh, bench. Uh, I don't know how it would work with both he and Barton out there, but it's worth a shot. Um the Nuggets right now just don't have there's there's nothing dynamic about the second unit and you need some dy- dynamism. I don't think Bones Highland as he showed in the game against uh uh Memphis um he's human, folks, and it's it's this is not something that is going to be your savior. Uh Bones is is a rookie, and he's going to be treated as such by other teams, you are probably kidding yourself if you think that Bones Highland is going to be the solution. This is a complex problem that is created by the fact that the Nuggets really, they don't have Jamal Murray, and they don't have a center. Facu Capasso makes a lot more sense with a center who can block shots. A center who can roll to the rim. He makes a lot more sense. With the current structure, Faku Kampasso makes no sense. Um, He's not a threat to shoot. You need, if you're going to run a five, basically what you're doing with your Michael Green and Jeff Green out there is you're running a five-out scheme. And because Faku is not a threat to shoot uh, or make anything at a high percentage, he is a liability, big time. And everything else doesn't make sense, right? But if the Nuggets had a center, by all means, have him run that unit. Okay. Um, in fact, in fact, Faku makes a lot more sense with the starters than even Monte does. But we're not going to get into that. Simple solution would be to to put bones in, limit Faku's minutes, um, and I, I if it was me, I would move Will Barton to the bench, just until uh just until uh, Jamal gets back because it's not a- emer- it's not break glass in case of emergency, but the nuggets need to do something because they're stuck the nuggets really don't have a lot of options to get a uh, a center on this roster they don't they're kind of stuck right now unless they want to pick something up and from the g league they are really just i mean no one's going to put Bull Bowl in there because bowl's got various issues of his own, and quite frankly, he's not big enough and strong enough to be a center. He's more of a wing, a seven-foot-two, seven-foot-three wing. That's what he is. It's kind of like a uh, Depp's Porzingis that way. Um, in fact, the Porzingis comparison is probably very good, even though uh, uh, Porzingis has been in the league for this long, but regardless, there's no easy solution here but you need to make it to where you're not being bled dry every time the bench gets out there and I feel moving Will Barton to the bench temporarily you can have him close the game but having been moving P.J. Dozier to the starting unit it's not I mean you're making probably making the starting unit slightly worse considering Michael Porter Jr.'s shooting issues right now. Um, But you're also making the bench, hopefully, stable and better. And I think this is something that could just be a Band-Aid until Jamal gets back and the Nuggets begin trying to normalize their actual lineup. Until then, uh, quite frankly, it's just survive. And... We'll see what the Nuggets are able to do once they kind of figure... But I, I've, I've been talking about staggering for ages, and it is clear to me Malone just doesn't either have a pulse on it or doesn't understand how to do it. You really need to fully commit to it, and I just think he, he just doesn't like it. He, it is against every bit of his being to, to stagger. So if you are going to stick with what Malone likes to do, you're going to have to move some players from the starting unit to the bench. And the most obvious candidate to do that is Will Barton. And hopefully he can bring some stability to that bench if the Nuggets had ever decided to go that direction. And then having Bones play. But like I said, folks, Bones is not the... <laughs> he's not the savior you think he is. right? But he can add some dynamic dynamism to that bench unit in a more substantive role and really limiting Faku until if and when the Nuggets bring in uh, a, a center. If they never do it, they never do it. But if they bring in a, an actual center who can play center on this roster, you're just going to have these issues. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me on the latest Mortcast. I'll be back soon with another episode bye